This, this is SWBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Check this out. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And by SWBC Mortgage. Solutions to help you meet your personal and business goals. Visit SWBC.com. Now, your host, Shannon Gross. Wednesday night on 105.3 The Fan, and that can mean only one thing. My favorite time of the week. It's time for Cowboys Crosstalk live here from Cowboys Club in Frisco, Texas, where the lights are bright, but the Cowboys' future is even brighter. Yes, sir. Can we give Let's it go. up for yes, six and sir. one? Let's go. Cowboys, baby. Who's oh, ready man. to party? I'm ready. Let's I, I, party, I, baby. The man to my right is definitely ready to party from 105.3 <laughs> The Fan. Yeah. The great Will Chambers is joining us tonight. Welcome to the show, Thank Will. Thank you, my friend. It's good to be back with some old friends. Yep, yep. And to your right is uh, the great Nate Newton. How you doing tonight, Nate? I'm doing fa- I'm doing fabulous, man. Tap the brakes on the party. Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, y'all finna maybe do a whole segment on why we should tap the brakes. Come on now. You know what? We'll party without you. We're partying tonight. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. And to your right, you want to you introduce your former teammate and nah, our guest man. of honor tonight? Nah, I'm going to let you do it. You've been doing a great job these last few weeks up until tap the breaks, but go ahead on. All right. Yeah. Our special guest tonight, George T. How yes, are you? Sir. How you, sir. How you yes, doing, man? Sir, man, I'm doing good. I got my, since I'm on the right, I got my foot on the gas pedal. So All right, let's go. To crank this let's thing. go. He got the, the brakes right. over here on the left. Yeah. I'm on the gas they pedal. They're going to maybe pump the brakes in the locker room <laughs> on the party. We yeah. do not. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Because uh, these uh, seasons don't come around very often these days. So I am going to enjoy it while the ride lasts. Before we get into that, what are you up to these days, George? I am the athletic director at John Paul II High School in Plano. I'm not coaching the football team anymore. So okay. last time we talked, I was actually yeah. the head football coach. And now I'm not. Uh, one of our former teammates, uh, I think he might have played with you, Mario Edwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the cornerback is now the head football coach there. Okay. Wow. I hired him. Yes, right, yes, I right. did. Um, and so that's what I do along with my podcast. Are uh, you a hands-on okay. athletic director? Yeah, I've been on the sideline a few times. Yeah, right. All right, so that means only only the presence is required right, right. to send the message. Wow. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You had to think about that one a little too long. It's like, all right, how do I answer this one? So um, we'll go ahead and talk because Nate's trying to get his weekly No, I, I got out. it, man. It's yeah. out. It's out, baby. Let's go. It. All right. Let's party, it's baby. It's record time. To support the show. So. Let's party, baby. All right. Well, let's let, – you know what? Let's start with you, – you know – we were all skeptical before this week, I think, at the game. And, oh, no, Cooper Rush starts. You know, Minnesota's a tough team. It's on the road. Let's give Cooper Rush a little bit of love, man. He went up there and took care of business. George, what did you, you watch the games. What did you see out of Cooper? Were you impressed, you know, for what he, what he needed to do? He went up there and did it, right? I, I was, and I'll say I was nervous yeah. beforehand. Okay. I, all honesty or whatnot, I was kind of worried about how this was going to look. You know, Mike Zimmer puts together pretty good defense typically. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way he moved the ball around and the way he managed the game, taking what they gave him, giving the – the, I mean, he, he didn't try to force anything, right? Uh, so, and I don't think he got nervous at all. I think he felt comfortable. I think he had enough people in his ear uh, trying to relax him. So, I thought he did good. I graded him out well. I felt very confident when it was tied up 13-13. to 13, I was like, man, we got a really good chance to be able to win this game. 
Uh, and I think that had a lot to do with the defense. So why are you looking at me like that, man? No, no, I'm, I'm, not, you know, I'm waiting for Will. I'm handing this to Will. Okay. All right. Yeah. You so made, you made him mad when you said you had the foot on the gas. He's ready to move on from you and over <laughs> yeah. Will already. So. Now all of a sudden, you know, Nate's putting it in fifth gear, and he's ready to go faster <laughs> than everybody. Here, here's the way that I would characterize this win, and I wonder if you guys agree with me on it, that, you know, seasons will be defined – you know, or will define a team by what they do, obviously, in the playoffs and all that. But when we look back on the regular season and what game defined their season, I think this will be the one, and I think for a couple of reasons. One, the obvious, they win without Dak Prescott, but also they win without their, you know, starting left tackle. I mean, Tyra's only in there for a few minutes, and you had Terrence Steele on the other side. I know Lyle was back. You know, that's significant. But what the Cowboys have right now at this point in the season – their direct competition is no longer the Giants, the Eagles, or Washington. Their direct competition are the L.A. Rams, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Green Bay Packers, and the Arizona Cardinals. Right. One more you've got. Themselves. Thank you, Shannon. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you, Shannon. Boy, he is. Now he's full like, <laughs> yeah. gas. He's, he's right on the play. One more. Teague, we've been here before. Yes. We, you've been here in college, Green Bay, and Cowboys. You've been here this team saw a situation. It was just like with Jason Garrett. And I know y'all may not like that name, but we had that a few years when I played with Jason Garrett came in. Amari Cooper, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, the young number 88. These guys stepped up, man. Yes. They made plays for this kid. They was not going to let this kid fail. Uh, Gregory just gets better and better and better. You know, so this Zeke team. Zeke with the play of the game. Th thank you. The and that's what there's this different type is, of leadership. Yeah. They're yes, showing sir. this stuff on the, on, yes, the, on the TV right now. There's, I think there's just different type of leadership that we haven't had in the past where people are trying to step up, take some ownership. It's the stuff that we had yeah. back in the yeah. day yeah. where guys would hold each other accountable uh, strongly. You know, <laughs> doesn't, uh, it, doesn't it have a different vibe than what it has in the past when this team has been enjoying success and it seemed like they are really enjoying success? The vibe, you know, from you guys would know better than me. Nate, you're, you know, you're in there. It just it doesn't feel like these guys have gotten ahead of themselves. The coaches, the coaches are tap you. You know, Thank like you. I, I was saying tap the brakes. I'm having fun. But the coaches will slow you down. Good coaches will slow you down. The players, uh, Dak is always, he's extension. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but they got a young defense. They got a hyper young defense. And you're going to have to tap a few of these guys. You're going to have to start moving around a little responsibility like they did with, with Parsons. You know, they saw what he got kind of slow. So they moved some of the responsibilities to another guy to help him. Now he comes back to life. So you, your coach, that's your coach's job, to make sure that you don't lose it. And I'll give you a perfect example. Is I remember one year we had some success. Then next year we wanted to have shirts. You know, we want, we want to be the first original hot boys, mm -hmm. you know, the offensive line. <laughs> Jimmy said, hold oh, Jimmy, he didn't do it in front of the media. He didn't do it in front of the whole team. Okay. He pulled all the offensive line together. Look here, fellas. We, we got something good going here. That's right. If you think that this could be big, wait till after the season and we've done what we needed to do. And then this thing will overflow. And we backed out of it. And at, at the end of the season, there were so many other things going, was going on. We forgot about the T-shirt. So, Will yeah. and Shannon, I can say I personally heard that. Well, yeah. The time that I was up here for the OTAs with the Dallas Cowboys, and I got yeah. to sit in with um, Dan Quinn, what Joe Witt and those guys were saying, with George Edwards, 
Leon led. Uh, I mean, it was just the conversations that they're having with guys about having something special and being able to be really great. Yeah. And so I know that they are reeling them in, keeping them humbled to a sense like, hey, don't get ahead of yourself. Here we are, 6-1 and one now. I'm sure they had some pretty, you know, you're going to feel good as a player. And like, yes, hey, sir. Man, we're invincible, whatever. We just did this with, with Cooper and having people down, not having our left tackle. But, you know, I, I know that they're focused and the coaches are helping with that. Too. Yeah. It may seem little just because it's talking about social media, but I thought that uh, – I don't know if it was a tweet or an Instagram post that Micah Parsons had put out with that mm. clip of Michael Jordan. Right. That tells – you know, from the last dance of basically not really looking at the great of what you have done because Micah Parsons, I think he knows that, you know, he can look great on the football field for 99% of the game and then you're going to have a play or two and that could make all the difference in the world. And to have that mindset as a rookie – I think makes a you know a huge difference. Man, y'all even know how good Michael Parsons is. I mean, we talking us. about. Why don't you tell us? Good tell us how good he is from a defensive guy. So I was looking at um, some of the film and I saw him make a read. It was to his left, to the defensive left. Went and go tackle the backfield, the running back out of the backfield. I don't know right. if y'all guys saw this or not, but he like literally ran over LVE. Yeah. I mean, it was like he was mm-hmm. like. Everybody was moving in slow motion except for – Get out of my way. For him, you're right? Mm-hmm. And that's this natural instincts. I know it comes with film study and probably understanding tendencies and all that. But when you see that, I mean, I'm sitting there going like, good Lord. I mean, this guy's all over the place. Not once, not <laughs> twice, but yes, three, three times. times. I'm telling you, I went back and looked at the film. I'm looking at number 55. He is dissecting the play. He is breaking it down. He's engaging into the offensive lineman. As soon as he went to release, Western College just flew Oof. by. <laughs> well, I, not one. I, he did this three times, and, and, and LVE's wound up tackling him yeah. in the back. <laughs> yes. I, I, say, I say, wow. Yes, sir. That's very, very unique. When you yes. jump off the screen and you're on the field with other NFL athletes, that says a lot. Uh, yeah, especially yeah. when you're – a rookie, first of all, uh, and I, I know he's good. We always talk about. I mean, he wouldn't have got drafted where he was, but just the things that he's doing, the attitude that he has, uh, the confidence. I mean, he's a leader. He he's that spark for the defense. I, I know he got Trayvon Diggs and others making big things going on, but <laughs> oh, what man. what he's bringing to the table, table, baby, is something that we have not had in a long time. And Nate, you've talked about when you're an older guy. A veteran, not older, yeah. but older in football terms. Right. And you see these young guys, CD stepping up, Trayvon stepping up, Micah stepping up. As the older guy, Who, what does that make you do? Bro, you, you got you to reassess your situation because the coaches are. Yes. When is the last time? Yeah, and I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to y'all out there. <laughs> when is the last time a coach called a timeout? So his stars can get back in the game. See, that ain't happened right here in a long time. We see all our stars over there when 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 it's when it's when it's closeout time. When it's time to make a difference, we see our guys standing over there. And I'll be asking, what? Why? Why is he standing over there? Right. But that ain't happening no more because Parsons, Diggs, Randy Gregory, they ain't standing over there in the biggest moments. They begging They're to on get the on the field. field they begging to get on the field. They begging to in. get on the field. So now, a veteran mm-hmm. guy. Oh my God, man! They they going home pinching their white to my bae. Uh, 
I got to pick it up now. I got to make, make, make this money. I got to make this money, baby. It, look, it's been money. talked a lot yeah. about, you know, some of the problems that they would have or the coaching staff, Mike McCarthy in particular, about time management stuff at the end of halves and the end of games. Right. That was, you know, as big as Zeke's play was, yes. you know, that yes. was a huge, huge right call right. to get that timeout and to get those guys back, back in the, the game, game, which man. made th- that finished it off. I man. tell you what, hold that thought. Because I want to talk about Coach McCarthy because this fan base and, and the local media are really good about criticizing, but I don't think they're they're when credit is due about the little things. They won't give it. It's up. a little harder to get that. So there's some things that we've all noticed <laughs> hey, the yeah. past you few weeks. You to get that credit yeah. for me. Yeah. Let's <laughs> so let's get that credit. Is when that we a come subtle back. shot at me? I don't know. No, not at all. Yeah, not don't at worry all. about it. The Braves won. We're the gonna take take our first break. When we come back, now with Astros. Let's talk about let's talk about Coach McCarthy and a lot more Cowboys football. When we come back, you're listening to Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
is SWBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Back to the show. We are partying up in Cowboys Club here at the Star in Frisco. You're listening to Cowboys Crosstalk. Shannon Gross, Will Chambers, Nate Newton, and our guest of honor, George Teague, join the show. Let's Let's get it, Before we get it, George... Did you know that at SWBC they have customized solutions for individuals and businesses and they're just a click away? I clicked on them today when Did I was you? on your well, website. I was going to tell you to <laughs> click on visit SWBC.com to learn more and start your next adventure. But George has already started his adventure and finished it. So now we get back to football. So I, I made a little joke earlier. I said the local media doesn't like to give credit where credit is due. I, I did that just to get people's attention. I really don't know if they do or not. I do know that they like to criticize when, you know, things don't go right, as they should. That's our jobs in the media, right? But the little things, I want to get y'all's opinion on, you know, McCarthy's been talked about time management and, you know, timeouts and clock management and and things like that. But the little things, and one thing I noticed last game, end of the game, Randy Gregory's hyped up. He's mad. The, The personal foul calls. He's kind of getting out of it. He's getting out of control, and Coach walks out, and he doesn't, he doesn't yell at him. He walks over, puts his hand on him, tells him, hey, check back in. And he was saying that in two ways, mentally yeah. and physically. Yeah, check back, yeah. And Randy went out there and took care of business. And I, I think what's not talked about enough is in the locker room, you got a lot of young guys. You got a lot of new guys. You, like Nate said, you got a lot of energy. And to, to keep all that in check and get these guys where they are and, and kind of, you know, the culture is a little different. You mentioned it earlier. It's a different vibe, a different feel. How do you guys feel about what Coach McCarthy's done here in his, you know, second this far in his second year? Well, I'll hit it. I'll say that, first of all, that play that you were talking about, I actually saw it unfolding. I was like, man, Gregory's about to go off the hinges over here. He's getting mm-hmm. upset. And um, then they give him the little gap charge and he goes in and he hits the guy in the backfield and you know totally disrupts the play that was awesome Mm -hmm. job our coaching and you got my blood pressure up a little bit because I've been talking about this that we don't give head coaches enough credit coach McCarthy enough credit with the way this is going right we we're continually talking about Dan Quinn Kellen Moore you know not enough about this organization sure there were some things that went wrong early uh time management and all that but again I just like you guys, watching practice, being out there, you can see that they're working on these things, you know, two-minute drills, how to get rid of the ball, working with Dak and all these kind of things. So I think it's just putting the process together, and we need to give him a little bit more love for, for where we're at right now at 6-1. I'm going to tell you something. You know, when he first walked through the door, Coach McCarthy, I say, there's all our offensive problems solved. So for two, for two years, I'm crying and whining. And not knowing that, he said, nah, Nate, chill. I'm going to let this young guy, and I'm going to help him along the way, Kellen, be a better guy. Now everybody's healthy. Now you see Coach over there doing the little things that Shannon's talking about. Doing the, his job, and I, you forget this sometime here in Dallas, his job is to coach the coordinators. Manage people. Manage people. Coach the coordinators. Coordinators coach their position coaches, and everybody get it. And if he see a problem, that's where he steps in a la Gregory, you know what I'm saying? A la the young guy who jumps outside on the, on the field block. He ain't even to get that little Gregory guy. And then when he said in his press conference today, I do not discipline my players according to what y'all think. I discipline my players according to what needs to be done at that time. And my job is to win games, not to satisfy you. 
So I, I, I like that. Yes, well, yeah. you know, a lot of it is because of, and the criticism comes because we can see what some of the things that, you know, garnered criticism, you know, right. rightfully yeah. so. We don't see, you know, the majority of us do not see practice. We do right. not see the game plan, you know, right. being initiated. So, I mean, I think that we should be able to point out and maybe do a better job of when certain things come out, like that play that you're talking about with Randy like that timeout, you know, to right. make sure that the right personnel is on the field. And that's also part of the narrative of how we try to, you know, give our thoughts on the job that Mike McCarthy is doing. Look, as a society, look, you don't watch a newscast and, and they don't give stories on all the planes that landed at DFW. Okay? Yes, sir. That's not, that's not news. That's not. So it, well, what it has news? a tendency to be negative. What is news? When something happens. Being a great coach is news. <laughs> oh, that? <laughs> I do. I'll let you guys go there. <laughs> no, because I want to go back to the flights because I was one of the ones they messed up and cost me a deal with my coach this past weekend and cost me $10 doing my show with him. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not happy. But anyway, that, that's, yeah. Well, that's oh, news sorry. too, yeah. right? Yeah. When stuff goes wrong, yeah. that's what news is. Yes, You know, is. that's what we, you know, talk about. Yes, when, sir. Because it can be somewhat, uh, you know, boring to be like, well, hey, how well did you execute that off-tackle play? Right. You know, I mean, there are things that we talk about within the context of a game that you do bring up, but – you know, I, th I think it is important to have both sides of that. And sometimes it could be unfair, and especially to quarterbacks, coaches, point guards, you know, the guys that are the Cornerbacks you know, and left tackles. Because what we <laughs> don't do, though, is – and you're right. You're exactly right with all of it. I just think that we pick and choose on which coaches we want to give the props to and not. Because we can find coaches. I'm not saying Mike McCarthy is Belichick, but we can always say – Man, that Bel Belichick defense and that Bill Belichick offense and all the stuff that he's doing, blah, blah, blah. You know, we, we uplift him in a position to be able to do that. And I we, think do that that we, mm -hmm. we do that with Coach Zim. We do that with Coach Zim. We do. The defense yeah, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you know what? And he got torched. Yeah. You know, he's been getting torched. It hadn't been going as well as he needed to have. Right. And so I just think we got to find the balance is maybe what I can say. that. Yeah, we, we're as – Reporters, analysts, and all that kind of stuff. We gotta, we all, we gotta now. give our news. We gotta yeah. do that. Don't be afraid to say for news. what it is, just because you know, it, it's really hard sometimes to say like, well, Bill Belichick, this was awful. This defense, it's getting a little bit better, but they've gotten torched. You're right this yeah. year. And yeah. um, at one point, we have to go. Okay, we can still criticize Bill Belichick without having to say, well, he's not a very good coach. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. on the conversely, I think it's true as well as to giving Mike McCarthy credit on, you know, the things that have gone really well with this team. I think we went win and will over here, man. What's going on? I mean, man? did I flip? Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> sports is fluid. Yes. Sports. Yep. I mean, because. I've you, heard that yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, we've heard it about a lot of people. But I, I, I tell you like this, what's so exciting for me is, is now I want, now the coaching starts. Yeah. The, 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 mm -hmm. I'm telling you, the, this game and the next game, the coaching starts. Okay, so to that point, Will, you said this in the first segment. For the first time in a long, long time, they're not competing with the Eagles, the yeah. Giants, yeah. the Washington football team. That, that's, I tell you what, if that 
if they don't win this division, this is one of the colossal <laughs> oh, collapses wow, ever man. in sports. Burn wow. this tape of this show. <laughs> right. I'll say that. But, so they're, you're right. They're competing. They're playing right now. They won't say it, but we can say it. Right. Playing for home field advantage. You're Absolutely. playing for the playoffs right now, right? Yes, sir. So you're, I know where you're going with this, Nate. How do you keep how do you keep this team in check, keep them focused, keep the eye on the prize without getting to the playoffs here in the beginning of November? Because I, I think I heard someone yeah. say that today or yesterday, mathematically you can have the division clinch today, on, on Thanksgiving. Today. Yeah, today. Yeah. That was brought so, up today. But how did y'all do it? I mean, because he went to Bama, so he, he's, he's had success. Mm -hmm. Bama, how did y'all handle it? Green Bay, how did y'all handle it, man? Well, the same way we handle it here. The coach got to come in sometime and really – Basically, check you, you know, even when it <laughs> might not be fair or necessary. Like you're saying, hey, yeah. pump the brakes, man. We, we ain't that good. We ain't won it. We got some goals. So, you know, when you get to this level or any level where you're playing high ball, the coach can walk in and be able to say, man, you got your first quarter of the schedule that you got to try to right. win. Hey, we want to be this second, you know. And so we're trying to set ourselves up for home field advantage because we don't want to be in Green Bay. No. In January, no. we don't. No, regardless, so we've been there. We saw how that turned out. Yep. Yeah. Hey, man, when we were that was '96, I think. Right. When yep. I know we didn't want to go up there and play. No. We ended up losing to North Carolina, uh, right. the Panthers, or whatever. Because right. man, we thinking about man, we about to have to go up here anyway. Um, I, I think it's just that as long as McCarthy or whoever it is comes in and really checks these dudes, right? I'm saying that in a way of yeah. Calming them down and say, man, we still got some goals. We're doing exactly what you're saying. We're trying to get home field advantage. We, this is not just we happen to win the, the division now. We're, we're playing to try to win the Super Bowl. And the tone had been set. You know, yeah. to give Mike McCarthy credit that, you know, there are times that I'm sure you guys have been in locker rooms at times where you hear a speech and there's guys in there that are, you know, they're rolling their eyes. Right. But, and we saw it on Hard Knocks when he yeah. talked about, you know, we're here to win a Super Bowl. Yes. We're not here to win the division. Oh, then the next step, you know, when a playoff, you know, we go through the process. No, we're, we are here to win a championship. Mm -hmm. And when you set the tone like that, I think that reverberates throughout the room. And the reason why I felt like this was such a season-defining victory is because it was an NFC victory. Right. You know, right. it was against a team that at the, at the moment – they were, you know, in the playoff They're hunt. They're a good team. They're so if, good if, team. You're, if you're Mike, if you listen to your coach at the beginning of the season, this is about winning a championship, you know that you have to keep pace. All those teams that we discussed, those five teams, they're all within a game of each other. That's right. So uh, that's where you have to keep the focus on keep moving forward and where, you know, you would hope as a fan that that's what they do. I'm going to tell you, I used to be big in my locker room. I was that guy, you know. I would hype in a minute. I would go hype. In a minute. He got and dual I, meaning when he said he was big. I was going to say, he, he, when he was big <laughs> in the locker room, he got dual was, meaning I was, here. I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. since you said it, he big outside yeah. the locker room. Right. But, uh, but I'm serious. And I remember one time, you know, we had just did the Pro Bowl vote, and I made it like third or fourth time in a row. And so I'm hyped. I'm, I'm like, this is what we finna do. This is who we are. Jimmy pulled me to the side and said, Nate, I love you, but this ain't the time for it. You're right. Calm down. Sounds like sounds That's like right. Jimmy pulled you to the side a lot. Oh yeah, because I'm telling you, I can get man supersonic height, bro. Yeah, supersonic height. Yeah. But I heard a great coach say once, "I would much rather tame a bull yeah. than wake a corpse." Yeah, I like that. There you go. Good. You know what? No corpses on this show. No. <laughs> but we do have to take a break. When we come back, some injuries. <laughs> 
some injuries creeping in, some injuries going away. We got some guys coming back, some guys that are, have some, looks like some nagging things going on. I want to get y'all's opinion on what do you do right now at this point in the eat season? Eat a French fry. Can we get a French fry? We can get some French fries. You know what? We're going to eat some French fries and we'll be back. You're listening to Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network with George T. Yes, sir. SWBC Mortgages Cowboys Crosstalk. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters. Back at the Shannon Gross, Will Chambers, Nate Newton, and our guest of honor, George Teague, here at Cowboys Club in Frisco, Texas. SWBC Mortgage. Will, I need you to join the more than 120,000 customers that they've helped to find their happier way home. I'm on it right now. No, wait till after the show. Visit okay, SWBCMortgage.com right. to find a pro today. We need you on this show because we're talking about very important things. We're talking about 6-1 and one Cowboys. 
We're talking about some guys that are, look a little banged up, and I want to know y'all's opinion. What do you do at this point in the season? You got, you've, got, you, you, you've got this East in hand, right? You got Amari that looks like he's got a little bit of a hamstring problem. You saw him during the game, grabbed his hamstring after a play. He was loosening it up with the little, the little gun on the, on the sideline. And a softball, I think I saw too. Softball. You've got uh, Diggs that's got a little bit of an injury. You've got Tyron that's got the ankle thing going on. You know, you've got a couple of, looks like a, a few nagging injuries. When, you're, when you have the division in hand, do you rest these guys a little bit extra? Do you still go all out? Are you a little more considerate? Obviously, you got Dak, left the biggest one out. But how do you handle player management and, and time management at this point in the season? I'm going to say flatly and then give it to you guys because you played and you were on teams. And I'm sure at times when you were going into the playoffs and you had a comfortable area, I – my perspective is you take your foot off the gas, it is hard to turn it back on. Yeah, it, that's, that's true. I, I'm going to go with more the other way of this is conversation, this is coaching to be able to say, to educate the kids, the players, remind them of taking care of their bodies. What am I talking about? Making sure they're getting the massages, they're getting the cryotherapy, all the new things that we have that that extra time after practice you know, just don't run out of here. Make sure you're getting the treatment that you need to get um, to do this. They're professional. They got money. They can do all the extra things. And I know personally, shoot, there was games I was beat up. I was hurt. You know what? Instead of getting that just that Monday massage, I was catching a Monday and a Tuesday. <laughs> you know, spending more time in the steam room and all those kind of things. So I think we have to continue. Yeah, you remember those steam room and yeah, uh, I remember the steam room massages. I ain't worried about. It. I <laughs> a bruise was a bruise. They, could, they couldn't get down in there deep enough <laughs> uh, with the elbow. Uh, yeah. But we're seeing so many soft tissue injuries. Yes, sir. Right. So there's other injuries and whatnot, but there are in, around the league right now, hamstrings, uh, just shoulders, or whatever it is. They're all soft tissue things that have to be worked on. So. Yeah, you can't really pull – you give them some rest as much as you can, but there's other things that you got to do to be able to strengthen yourself, and that comes with Brett Brown and those guys and mm -hmm. make sure that you're doing all the little things to tighten up those little areas. I agree, man. It's just such a different era, man. I mean, a lot of things we didn't even worry about. I mean, our hamstrings has always been an issue with our skill set guys like you know, Teague and those guys. It's always been an issue, but uh, – the conditioning is totally different. Guys go off the off the reservation to get to get tuned up. You know, right. everybody got their personal trainer, this, this, and this, and that. You know, when we had Warsaw and you just did this <laughs> thing, we never got hurt. Please don't yeah. say that name yeah. ever again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had different guys who got us in shape, and we never got hurt because they always knew how to get us in football shape. But now everybody else don't – everybody don't do that. Now they got their own personal guys. So now you're going from zero. You got a preseason game where you ain't played in a preseason game. None. You're going from zero to 70, man. And especially if you're a wide receiver and you ain't used to running back-to-back -back routes and you have some reason the, the coverage say you got two nines in a row. Yep. That means get down the field as fast as you can. That hurts, man. I think George's point is a very, very big element of it that – you have to approach your time off 
as hard as you approach what you do on the field in order for you to play at your best on the field. And it doesn't always have to be, you know, like we think about it in an old mentality of getting in the weight room and, and doing all that. No, you're not it's that taking anymore. care of your body. Okay. And I think the evolution of the athlete that we've seen over the last 20 years and the reason why we're seeing more of the uh, soft tissue injuries, it might be because they're so finely tuned that maybe they, you know, get a little, you know, softer, more pliable in, in certain areas. And I think that those are the guys that you're talking about with Brett Brown and those that can lead them in that to go along with the treatment sir, to make sure that they're sir, okay. I respectfully disagree. <laughs> I didn't say like that it, song. It, it has to be a ramp up, and it has to be the right ramp up. You know, uh, you have certain athletes that ne why, why they never get hurt. They got the right ramp up. Yeah. You know, now you gonna have the, you know, the injuries, this, that, and the other. But the reason that Amari this year not only mentally is stronger, but he worked with, guess who he worked with the whole offseason? Brett Brown. Did Brett get you right? Oh, yes, sir. So yes, sir. Now he's got get an them injury. Out he's got an place. injury that normally <laughs> takes guys out of a season. This is normally, this is six weeks. You just put him on the shelf, but – Working with this guy who he worked with during the, the training camp, that's why he's well, still rolling. And, and that's actually what I mean. Like, right. I look at a guy like J.J. Watt who clearly works incredibly hard. Oh, yeah, He man. seems yeah. to be kind of on his own. And I, I don't know. I, maybe I could right. be totally wrong on that. Mm. Um, you know, guys in the past, you know, I know Sean Lee was such a team guy and such a hard worker. Maybe it's not ramping up the right way. What oh. you're trying to say is. Eat more hamburgers. These yeah. guys eat too I well. almost went there. <laughs> you got to eat like some fries, A bag burgers. full of fries that like my man over here used to do. Get, get some stuff in your system, man. <laughs> you need a little, little bit more of a dad bod. <laughs> yeah. With Sean Lee, we all, know, we all knew his problem. He was yeah. a strong safety playing linebacker. Right. That's, mm -hmm. he, right. He, he, he knew that he wasn't going to be fast enough to be a safety. But he was smart enough to be and could ramp up. And that was his only issue, So, man. Nate, you, you brought up – great segue. It's almost like you're co-hosting this show with me. <laughs> you said you got to ramp up. Is that what we saw from Lyle Collins this game? What is, what's going on with, with his playing time and, and what they're doing with him? What's your opinion on that? You know, and, and, and I hope still don't hate me. <laughs> Will wants to know I, what I, am, I, am, uh, I can't oh, wait to hear the uh, answer. And I don't, look, I don't think Steele can hate you because yeah. you've defended that guy since day yeah, one when everybody I, else was down on him. Yeah. You, were, you were high on him. So, uh, yeah, say what you got to say. Lyle is the better guy. Lyle, and, and I know he hasn't played for this coaching staff, but Lyle – you can't be an all-pro, pro bowl guy one year and then you have a mishap injury-wise. Unless Coach Fieldman sees something, I'm missing here. He is the best. You can move your tight ends around a little bit more or whatever you have you do it, even though they're giving him less and less help uh, still. Uh, I, don't, I don't see it. I do not see why this kid ain't starting. I, and, and, and I don't know Coach Fieldman that well. I know he's done a hell of a job with Steel. He's done a hell of a job putting guys in place that help this thing be successful. So I got to trust him. But this dude is a bulldog, man. Yeah, I'm, and I'm going to agree with bulldog, that a little man. bit. And, of course, I don't know all the intricacies of right. the O-line play up there. All I know is about kick slides and power downs <laughs> and all right. that kind of stuff or whatever. Other than that, I, you yeah. know, I don't got a lot of it. But I, I think yeah. that Collins is a – Tremendous talent, and maybe yeah. there's something that's happening in the yeah in the classroom 
the study sessions, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe mm, I don't know. Steel is doing yeah. a good job. Yeah, yeah. Well, good we're on. looking at a situation this week where it very well could mean that Tyron is not playing at left tackle. And so that brings in another element to the conversation where, okay, okay if you're – do you move Terrence Steele over to left tackle or do you keep him where he is and put Lyell at left tackle? You know, like how do you guys or Nate, you know, you want your best guys five. Around? You want your best five out there as long as they can handle what's before unless they them. unless mm-hmm. they have a package where they put their best seven out there. At, yeah. At one time. I don't uh, like that. I don't like all. <laughs> you're not a fan of the wishbone. You don't like I'm the not, wishbone? I forget all <laughs> the Hulk package. You know what? <laughs> you would have been happy if you was back there. No, no, they back. begged me. They begged me several times yeah. to play that. I, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> tell us, Nate. <laughs> All that stuff it. sounds good and well to the playoff star, and it, and it blow up on you. And then all of a sudden, the Hulk package, package look like you done deflated <laughs> at the wrong time. No, put your best five out there and let them do their job. We have goal line situations. We have red zone situations where a bigger body in the middle will give us a better chance to, to score when we do decide to run Zeke. You know, I'm not big on running every down in the red zone. I want to throw a little bit because we got Amari. I don't but believe that yeah. now. No, yes, sir. I don't believe let, that. Let, let me low see. left, low <laughs> left. No, oh, yeah. in, the, in the new NFL, it's all right to have Ezekiel Elliott of the world, that banger in there, yeah. but you got to give him some help. Mm-hmm. The last few times, even with Dak fumbling the ball, these guys was on our side of the scrimmage. Yes. That's because your middle is not strong. We strong at one right guard. Our center is good. Our left, tack, our left guard is average. We ain't been playing average middle guys. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's where Lyell could be effective at one of those positions, the left guard. I, but I don't, but I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what they they yeah, doing. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. He's talking about doing. the evaluation of the players yeah. and really understanding the day-to-day operations of how, what how are they, they look doing? in practice and what's going on and what they're really trying to do. Yeah. So. Well, it's a good problem to have. we got to say this. At the very least, that you're trying to figure out where you're going to put Lyle Collins because of how well Terrence Steele has been playing. Yeah. Whereas at the beginning of the year, we thought, man, not a whole lot of depth on the offensive line. And it has you a little bit worried. But right now, because you've gotten so much good play at a Terrence Steele, that gives you maybe some more mobility and stuff that, what is it, being multiple? Yeah. That, you know, Steven loves being able to, you know, multiple positions yeah. that he talks about a lot. Position so. flex. Position flex. There it is. Yeah. All right, fellas, we got to take our last break. When we come back, do you ever get tired of telling the T.O. story? Mm, no. Good, because <laughs> I want to hear it. I'm, I don't think I've ever heard you tell it live, so I would like for you to tell it on this show. Oh, really? And then tell it to the people that have never heard it. And, and give us some insight of how that whole day went down and, and how the moment happened. And then, and then there's a football game happening Sunday against the Denver Broncos here at AT&T Stadium. You'll be there, George. I will be there. You'll be there. We'll talk about that. And maybe some more stuff if we have time. If not, you know what? That's plenty for me. That's plenty. But we'll see what you we have time chop, for. When we <laughs> you chop. wanted fries. Now you need a pork chop sandwich. Just something grease up there. You know, hand this. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll, we'll work on greasing up Nate's hammies when we come back. You're listening to Cowboys Cross Talk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
is SWBC Mortgage's Cowboys Crosstalk. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. SWBC PEO, helping to alleviate the HR administrative burden that comes with running a business. Leave the worrying to us. Visit SWBCPEO.com to find out more. And man, this time fly when you're having fun. This is the last segment of the show. Shannon Gross. Joined by Will Chambers, Nate Newton, and our guest of honor, George Teague. George, man. Yes, sir. Good to yes, sir. See you. George. Good to be here. I'm just trying to figure out how to get one of these. How do I get one of these suits like Shannon, though, man? Yeah, man, yeah, I tell yeah. you what. Nice. I tell you what. That sponsor got you that? Or you oh, just, I will. You rolling like that. He ain't going to tell y'all the true read how he got all these it's suits. It's called bargain <laughs> shopping. Yeah, he ain't going to tell y'all the Hey, truth. why do you think uh-huh. I'm begging to host all these shows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying, to, trying to get my $10 like Nate. <laughs> So, he ain't gonna tell y'all. It looked like it came off the rack. It, uh, dude, no, it, it ain't ain't totally came you. off the rack. I told, go in the small boy section <laughs> and Jay stop in his small yeah. boy. Stop it. it got, <laughs> my man got granimals that, on. That's I a very got, special arm length you got right there. Yeah. There ain't no way you went and bought that. No, yeah. no. I have a j- running joke with uh, Coach Lunda Wells. He's from uh, Baker, Louisiana, and I'm from West Monroe. And we both said, hey, we, we had to move to Dallas to be able to get clothes like this. They don't yeah. make clothes like this in Louisiana, yeah. man. So. Everybody got fishing nets. And <laughs> big old rubber boots up. Yeah, blue yeah. jeans rolled up. Yeah. And then when you grow a little bit, you unroll them a little bit more and put the safety pin back in. That's, oh, that's, man. That's how you, when that's everybody how you leaves, you keep that pretty little smile. <laughs> <laughs> so, George, over – over the last several years, how many times do you think you've told the T.O. story? Uh, I wouldn't be exaggerating by saying thousands. Wow. Because it is really a, a topic that comes up daily, every other day. Does it really? Uh, if there's something on social Without media or something, it's always <laughs> – I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's a lot. All right. Well, do me a favor and walk me through that day and how this all went down in – any of the backstory or the the little nuances that happened? I'll give you the cliff version. You must have been on a rock if I haven't told you this or you (laughs) haven't heard this from me. Um, But you know what? During the game, man, me and Terrell were having a a whole lot of conversations. (laughs) I kind of asked about his mom. He asked about my mom. (laughs) You know, just being friends or whatever. Yeah, you know, good PR stuff. And we were getting handed to us, right? Um, It was hot. It probably was about 140 degrees on that old turf. Right, and my good buddy Darren Wilson got kicked out because he tossed his helmet across the stadium, I guess, because right. he was mad at some stuff, right? So, um, T.O. decides he wants to go out after scoring a touchdown to go claim the star, right? Um, Emmett bounces back, says, hey, man, I'm taking the star back. Man, this is the best soap opera ever, I think, right? right? Uh-huh. So, he goes out and takes it. So, I'm heated, right? Well, I'm heated with T.O. because we're still going at it. He kind of cheap shot me, Nate. A little right. bit. Most wow. people don't know that. Yeah. T.O. talks about that a little bit and said, hey, he was mad because of something. That, well, I was kind of mad at that a little bit because he did the, you know, the old brotherly love right, that right. when you're going to take a knee, right. you mm-hmm. don't hit people, right? right? So we all knew he was going to take a knee, and he got all up in my chin, right? Mm-hmm. So as he's coming down, we got a rookie court cornerback out there who's not all that great. I know he's going to score. I'm looking at. T.O. I ain't even playing the play over here. I'm on the other <laughs> side of the field. I know they're going to throw the ball over here. I'm like, right. okay, what's he going to do? He catches the fade ball, decides he's going to run out to the star. I completely lost it. Yeah. Completely lost wow. it. Um, and just decided I'm going. I'm going with him. 
Yeah. I'm going with them. Uh, did you know what you were going to do on the way out there? Did you have any idea? Oh, yes, I did know. It was <laughs> very calculated, and I knew it was going to happen. Um, and wow. so after I hit him, um, I was really ready to fight, fellas. I mean, I was, it was, it was going to go all the way down, Nate. Yeah. It was going to go all the wow. way down. I'd already made it. And uh, so it, I think the most interesting part that most people don't hear about is what happened afterwards because I didn't really know what happened. This, you guys will really appreciate this before we go to the next part, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm get, I get kicked out of the game. I've never been kicked out of a game before. I don't know the protocols. No, they right. didn't really say, like, what do you do when you get kicked out? So I'm like, well, I'm done. This is before there's no escorts. They just say, hey, you got to go to the locker room. Well, I go to the locker room. Woody's in there. He thinks the game's over with. Because he had already got kicked out. Uh -huh. He's showering, right. getting ready to put on his clothes. So I'm like, you know, we fussing a little bit. And he's like, is the game over with? I'm like, no, man, it's still the third quarter. Man, I got kicked <laughs> out because of you. We doing this kind of stuff. So I jump in the shower, though. I leave. I go get – I'm leaving out right. the stadium. I don't know what to do. Game's still going on. Right. While I run into my brother, he's getting kicked out of the game at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's in the stands fighting. In the stands. He's in the stands fighting. So wow. we're both getting escorted out. He's like, what are you doing? What are you, you know? So we're having this conversation. And uh, so I had to wait for my family to try to get out of the deal. And I didn't know it was that big of a deal or something yeah. until we started watching on TV and started right. getting a replay. So next day, they come in. They say, hey, you know, I'm really happy for what you did, George. Right. <laughs> I would have did it too. And then they hit me with butt. Yeah. But we got to find you. Yeah. Because you got kicked out of the game. Yeah. Then it hit. Yeah. It's coming out of your check tomorrow. All <laughs> of it. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> so here I am doing these shows right now, trying to make sure I get my $10 back toward my fine. <laughs> How <laughs> surprised was T.O.? <laughs> Oh, I think, think totally, when you got I, to I think it totally caught him off guard. He wasn't expected at all, and that's why he just kind of went back like, really? But this just really just kind of happened. Um, so we haven't spoke. We have not talked one bit. Even when he came here, I did try to speak to him on the sideline at the game. Uh -huh. Nate, he looked right over me. Wow. Wouldn't shake my hand, wouldn't do anything. And that was about the moment when I said, okay, that, that's uh, – Enough. Shot never enough of that. Yeah. You know. Wow. Man. What a moment. Well, thank you for sharing that. What a moment. I've never heard that live. I've heard. These are, these are a family it. affair, man. Yeah. 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 But your brother didn't get fined. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. No, nope. he did not. Nope. Um, real quick before we get into the uh, predictions for the, uh, the Broncos game, what are we going to do when Michael Gallup comes back? Because I'm a big fan of Cedric. I love Michael. I'm a big fan of Cedric Wilson because my man – my man doesn't drop anything. You he know balls. what I said? And, and he's I fast. Love, no, I love And he can throw the ball. Malik Turner. Is that got it right? Yeah. Look, I, he, he was my pet cat in training camp. In training and camp. Cedric, <laughs> we Cedric were doing stepped, a show together. Oh, here we yeah. go. And every morning, we ride to our show. And every afternoon, we had another show. We ride. I'm like, I'm telling y'all, Cedric Wilson What's is it? the man. And Schultz was this guy. Him and uh, – Malik Turner. Yep. My guy mm -hmm. was uh, Jarwin, Blake Jarwin and, and Cedric. And Cedric. Cedric. Okay. You know, we fighting who going, we arguing about. Now, all of a sudden, Jesse Horford Long likes him. Now he likes him. I oh, man. <laughs> I, never, I never disliked him. No, no, I, I, I never disliked Schultz. I never disliked Schultz. So where does he fit in? Where, where, does, where does Gallup fit in? It's a good problem to have, right? 
to me, this ain't the same as Lyell. And this ain't the same as Lyell because he been out so long. Yeah, yeah. This is the difference. What does Cedric Wilson do? What what does he do not do? I don't even know how to pronounce that. <laughs> right. He plays special teams. Yep. He's your slot mm-hmm. receiver. He's your outside receiver. And you had your head coach say three weeks ago, this is one of the few guys that I really cherish because we do not have to give him maximum reps to understand what's going on. What did you do? I've been a Michael Gallup fan forever. All I ever wanted Mike to work on was make sure he can catch the five and out. Yeah, I know you can catch the bomb, but, but Cedric catches it all. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. What do you do? I mean, you, it's, a, it's another embarrassment of riches. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and yeah. not to mention all the stuff that you just said. How about that seed he threw? That yeah. pass. <laughs> my, man, my man's four for four in right, passing. Right, I mean, right. efficiency. So. You know, it's um, something that honestly – needs to be determined maybe after the season, you know? I mean, uh, I, I know you're, you're kind of asking about, like, game plan and stuff like that. That's for them to figure out because when you've got that many playmakers, that's a good thing to have. As far as Gallup moving forward, I would just think that save that for the end of the year. All right. All right. He got to stay number three receiver. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our brass tax moment is right now and is presented by Liberty Tax. Liberty Tax is a proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Join the team today at libertytax.com forward slash hiring. Real quick, we got about a minute and a half. Will, I know it's Wednesday, but we need a prediction for the game Sunday. Cowboys versus Broncos, what do you got? 38-10, Cowboys. Wow. That's strong. Mm, yeah. That took some brass sacks. Well, that, that's saying <laughs> that. They, they, 25 sacks they've given up this year. That's, you know, third most in the league. Denver. You saying that with Dak or not with Dak? With with Dak. Okay. Yeah, so with Dak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might contract that. 37 to 10 with yeah. Dak. <laughs> Maybe a few more field goals. One minute. One minute. All right. I'm going uh, 34, 17. That with Dak? That's with Dak. With Dak. All right. What you got, Nate? And no matter who in there, we're going to win this by one point. No every, matter who. Every week, I think I'm going to get by a different one answer. One point. One point every week. That's all that matters. I need 16 games by one point, and I'm, I'm, and I'm sitting where I need to sit. I don't know what the over-under is. This ain't the college football <laughs> playoff committee that we got to worry about. Uh, I'm with My eye test telling me one point. I'm yeah. with you, fellas. I, I, I think this could be a trap game, but, Nate, you talked me out of that. You said no, no way. Um, I'm going to go Cowboys 31 to 12. They stopped serving cheese up here. They serve it at the stadium. Oh, man. They stopped serving cheese up here. Will, thank you for like joining you. us, Nate. You got it. Always great to have you. George, thank you for joining the show, man. Yes, it was sir, great. This has been Cowboys Crosstalk on the Dallas Cowboys Radio boom, Network. Boom, 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 boom. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!